All right, you ready to go? Come on, man. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Go to work. we're killing it. Damn right we are, Rodney. Uh, last night at the stadium, I thought that was a really important win for the Dodgers. Here's why. Uh, they're playing a good team, a team they could see in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have to acknowledge that right off the bat. Uh, I thought Bobby Miller was spectacular. Spectacular. 100%. He gave up one hit. One hit to Christian Yelich to start the game. And then he just buckled down. Yeah, 18 he, straight outs. And he looked good, Rodney. He, More importantly to me, he looked in command. Yeah. He looked like a guy that you could give the ball to and send him out there and say, take charge of this game. He appeared that way. And you go, well, it's one game and it's the Brewers. It's a team in first place in its division. It's a team the Dodgers could see in the playoffs. This is not Colorado. This is a team that is there and playing well this year. And he shut them down big time. Yeah, you said it. The right word was command. He looked in complete control last night. Um, Everything was working for him. And the confidence level, Fred, for a young kid in that situation with that Dodger uniform on to go out and do what he did, he's just gotten better every time he takes the mound. And you're right. I would have no problem with him being that third guy. Um, and, and trotting them out here, uh, trotting them out there, and really believing that you got a horse on the hill. I mean, he was dominant for a lot of a, lot, a great portion of that game, and you know, bringing it at a hundred, and he's still learning how to pitch. And there are certain you know, you know, uh, batters that came up against him last night that he owned, and the and the sequence was incredible. Um, so I, I I'm with you. He. he uh, he was fantastic last night, and he was the best we've seen him. And it was a typical Dodger win. I mean, it was – if you're Milwaukee or anybody watching that game or you you got a chance to study that game, it's like, okay, we got him. It's 1-1. It's 1-1. It's 1-1. Inning after inning, then boom, sixth inning. They bust open for five runs. That's just – because the lineup is so good up and down it that, yeah, you may get Mookie out. You may get Freddie out. But here comes Kike. Here comes Rojas. Here comes Jason Hayward. I mean, what a pickup he is. I mean, you said it often about, you know, people say, oh, he's just a guy. Well, you got Jason Hayward. Whoa, whoa. What has he done? He's just been very, very productive since he's been here. Um, but they just break your back, Fred. You think you got him, and all of a sudden they explode for, for that kind of run production in the middle of a game. They are a team that is right now hitting on all cylinders and tough to beat. At the right time. Now, fingers crossed, this continues. Yeah. But at the right time, they're on fire. You like to say someone imposes their will. And that's what Miller did last night. He imposed his will. And we said this very early on, that watching him, at least initially, you're thinking, are we seeing a young Walker Bueller here? Mm. Initially, we thought that. Okay. But we also cautioned Rodney, to be fair, you know, manage your expectations. Yeah. Because there's going to be some ups and downs here. He's got to learn how to pitch. Right now, initially, he was imposing his will. I'm simply better. I'm a really good, talented kid, and I can impose my will. Then he realized, now I have to learn to pitch. Mm-hmm. So in that period of time where he had to learn to pitch, he got hit. Okay. Yeah. But 
you know, baseball, more so than anything, the adjustments. He's made the adjustment now. And all of a sudden, we're seeing this kid that we saw at the beginning with raw talent before our eyes turn into a pitcher with a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's learning how, yes, he can hit it at 101 on the gun, right? But these are major league hitters. And if you try to live right there and think you can just overpower big league hitters, you're not going to do it. Everybody can hit the fastball, right? How do you mix up those pitches? How do you hit your spots? When you want to go high and in, can you hit that spot? Low and outside, can you hit that spot? And that's what he's learning to do. When when to throw an effective changeup or effective breaking ball, he's learning to do that. And and we're seeing him grow up right in front of our eyes. And I, like I said, I have as much confidence in him on the hill as anybody right now. He is doing it, and we hope it continues. And, uh, you know, because every outing, he is uh, he's gotten better. All right, let me give you another guy that has been able to make the adjustments this year. James Altman. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was rookie of the month early on. Came out like a bat out of hell. This guy had it all until he didn't. Until all of a sudden there was some tape. And all of a sudden people started to talk. And the reality is a major league pitcher will find the holes in your swing. You know, you're a professional yes. hitter. They're a professional pitcher. They get paid to find the holes in your swing. You get paid to hit them. And baseball is a game of adjustments. So, Bobby Miller has made those adjustments. So, now you look at James Altman. Started strong, and then if we're really to be fair, you could have sent him back to AAA. I mean, yeah, he, he struggled that bad. Absolutely. Right. He, what was Osorio's line? He couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. I mean, he really struggled at the plate. But then yeah. what happened? What happened? Slowly... He started to make the adjustments. They adjusted to him. They figured it out. So now it's his move in the chess game. And all of a sudden, he started to make those adjustments. Yeah. And now you look at him, and what do you think? That's a guy that's not an out in our lineup. He might make an out, but going up there, you don't think he's an out. That's a guy that you want in the lineup. Two young players that have been able to make those adjustments during the season for the Dodgers, a big reason why they're where they're at. Now, one guy that was not able to make those adjustments. And wait, before okay. you don't, uh, stay right. on Outman, um, and, and the other thing, Fred, is that, yes, his bat has come around and back to his form that he had early in the season, which is great because you're right, he has made the adjustment. But he's also playing a gold-glove center field. Defensively, Oh yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, don't like to do comparisons much, but, but yeah, he he reminds you a lot of Cody Bellinger out there in center field, where yeah. he can go get the ball, he can rob home runs, he covers a lot of ground, and he's playing with a tremendous amount of confidence. And, and the good thing, Fred, for him, that he's he was able to go through this, to go through having a great start, and then struggle, and how you because that's, that's that is key. really what people look for. How are you going to handle it when you struggle? How are you going to get through it? And he got through it like a veteran and didn't put his head down, didn't pout. He worked on it. Now he's back to hitting the ball well, and he's playing a complete game. Um, I, I am so impressed. He's uh, he's matured beyond his years in just a short amount of time. So there are those two young players that the Dodgers are counting on. Now, 
a guy not able to make those adjustments, hopefully he will, was Miguel Vargas. Same deal. You've got to adjust when you get to the big leagues. That's on you. And no one can tell you how to do it. You can watch tape. You can think about it. You can pick things out as you observe the game. But you've got to adjust. And if you can't adjust, and it happened just before the All-Star break, they sent him back down. They gave him an entire first half of the season to make those adjustments. And what that tells me is not that he'll never make them or he can't play. What that tells me was he needs more time before he's able to make those adjustments. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We, we could see the struggles and then the struggles kind of compounded because it affected his defense as well a little bit. Um, but, yeah, certain guys can handle it. Certain guys need a little bit more time. Do I think he's going to be a good player down the road? Yeah, I do. I do think he's got the tools to be that player. Sometimes when you're thrust into that role, which, let's face it, you know, going into the season, um, things change, right? Gavin Lux gets hurt, right? Things change. And to be able to roll with that as a young player sometimes is, is a little bit difficult. Um, but I think he'll get it back. You know, he's going to, you know, sometimes you got to get humbled a little bit. And he's down in in, uh, in AAA and, and trying to find himself. Um, but I think down the, down the line, he's going to be a good piece for the Dodgers. But right now, he didn't make the adjustments like James Altman did. All right, so when we look at the Dodgers right now, nine up on San Francisco, 13 up on Arizona, 16 up on the Padres, 27 no up on Colorado. The look around the wild NL West is brought to you by SoCal Gas. Don't dance around safety. Contact 811 business days before you go digging around your home. Go to SoCalGas.com slash 811 to learn more. And one other Dodger note, we had it on our Instagram yesterday. Uh, and it's a pretty cool story. Giuseppe Mancuso had an interaction with Mookie Betts at a game. Uh, the Dodgers were playing Oakland. Mookie hits a home run. Uh, Giuseppe was pretty close to the field, so he could have a little, little uh, conversation, a little interaction with Mookie. All right. Because of this conversation he had, because of this interaction, and Mookie then hit the home run afterwards, they decided to give their daughter, just born, the middle name of Mookie. Yeah. Well, you know, the story, he he was sitting so close, he's sitting in those dugout seats that yeah. are right behind the bench and right behind the, the, the on-deck circle, and right before Mookie went up, he said, Mookie, if you hit a home run, I'm going to name my daughter after you. And Mookie, Mookie actually said, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't want a daughter named Mookie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear a daughter's name Mookie. Um, but he goes up. Mookie goes up and hits a home run. In fact, Mookie says it's probably the farthest home run he hit. Um, and he hits the home run and goes and he gives the guy a little high five after he hits it. So he acknowledged uh, the guy in the stands. And sure enough, the guy – Middle, you know, named the daughter. Her middle name is Mookie, and he showed. I think he showed someone uh, uh, the birth certificate that it had Mookie on it, so it's authentic. Francesca Mookie Mancuso. <laughs> that is a pretty cool story. That is a very cool story. And when people realize why her middle name is Mookie, what do you think yeah. as she grows up? Because somebody's going to say, "Why is your name Mookie?" Right? Of course. And, and she'll tell the story. I'll bet you they start calling her Mookie and not Francesca. You think so? Oh, yeah. That might be true. Yeah, you Don't might you be think? right. Yeah. Then be careful what you wish for. 
Yeah. Because you're right. You know, you know, you don't always control what nicknames stick. <laughs> oh, she's going to be Mookie Mancuso. Yeah, she will. Yeah, she will. Oh, that's a cool story. Yeah, when she's about seven or eight, it's like, oh, how'd you get the name? Oh, well, I was at a Dodge. My dad was at a Dodger game, and Mookie Betts hit a home run because my dad asked him to, and that's why I'm named Mookie. What a great story. I'm always going to call you Mookie from here on out. Yeah, that's it. She's Mookie Mancuso. Yeah. yeah. When you were playing, did anybody ever offer anything like that when you were playing? No. Say, hey, if you do this or that, I'm going to name my kid Rodney. No, 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 no. Kissed a lot of babies and, you know. You know, some will you marry me's. But no, 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 no. None of that uh, name my baby after me. What do you mean, will you marry me? <laughs> See, I slipped that in there. Yeah, well, what is that? <laughs> what? Tell one of those stories. No, no, that was, I'll just do that at this. See if you caught it. No, no. I didn't get any I didn't get any stories like that. Well, what do you, yeah, you did. Now, no, now I, I know you no. did. Of course no, you did. You wouldn't have brought no. it up. That's not how you no. are. Yeah, no, I you threw it in there to see if you caught it. No, 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 no. You will no. marry me. I did not. I did not. You no, dropped that stuff. kind of stuff in and see no. if I pick up on it. Just saw you caught it. Yeah. I just threw it out there. But no, I didn't get any will you marry me. I know, I know people get tattoos uh, of their Ooh. favorite player, right? You yeah. know, we've had those stories. People uh-huh. get tattoos of a certain player or anything, but yeah. nothing like yeah, that ever happened to that. you. No, no, nothing ever happened. Nothing like that. I would remember, Fred, and I would let you know. Yeah. No. Never had, like, a fan tell you to sign a particular part of their body? Oh, yeah, that yeah. Be- oh, yeah. They don't know. That, that absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Embarrassing times during training camp, yes. Oh, it would happen during training camp? Yeah, during training camp where the fans are out and they're right there and you, you go over and sign after practice or before practice because they're all lined up on the fence. Yeah, there are a few times where, um, because it's hot in the summertime, so, you you know, uh, a lot of folks will wear their bathing suits to the uh, to practice, at least sure. the tops. Yeah. And, um, you know, certain places they would they would uh, want you to sign. I didn't do it. I you, didn't do it. You wouldn't do it? No. No, I wouldn't do it. Would they give it one of these? Uh, Put it right here? Yeah. Just yeah. right here. See Put this? It right here. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend want to have matching ones. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else to say after that. <laughs> That's true stories. Uh, okay, uh, hey, so we got the tournament lineup. This is great. Oh, Lord. We've got, no, we've got the tournament schedule. We're going to go over it. Uh-huh. And everybody's going to be excited about it coming up. <laughs> Come on now. It's a hump day. It's Wednesday. It's already Wednesday, Fred. It's already Wednesday. Let's go. Beautiful. Roddy Pete, Fred Rogan. Let's get into it, Freddie. Let's get into it. All right, let's do it. Let's let's do it. By the way, Bob Nightingale, USA Today, is on next hour. Uh, He talked to some folks that said, you know, maybe maybe we kind of missed our guess on what kind of year the Dodgers would have. Uh, and we'll also take some calls next hour from you on the Dodgers. Also, John Androsic, Five for Fighting, will be here during the 1 o'clock hour. So we'll be pretty packed uh, coming up. And who dis coming up here at about 1245? Okay. Come on now. Come on. So the best news of all, the most exciting news, is that the schedule is out for the NBA in-season tournament. Now, the league had been kicking this around for about 15 years, trying to figure out a way how to make games that are in November and December, because really the season, everybody felt tipped off at Christmas. Those early games, more interesting, more exciting, Mm -hmm. a reason for people to watch. So they came up with the in-season tournament and the way it's going to work. 
and uh, who teams are going to play, how they're going to do it. The Lakers are in group play. So November 10th, they'll play Phoenix. November 14th, they're at home against Memphis. November 17th at Portland, and at home the 21st against Utah. That is their group. As for the Clippers, they'll play November 10th at Dallas, November 14th at Denver. Then they'll finish with home games the 17th against Houston and the 24th against New Orleans. So what does this mean? Yeah, what does it mean? Okay, well, if I talk to some people, people I respect, people that I know, they would say absolutely nothing. There you go. They would say it means absolutely nada. Yeah. Zilch. Right. Zinco. Correct. Nunca. Right. Nadie. Nothing. Yeah, it means absolutely nothing. I would suggest to you that that's stinking thinking. Because this will matter long term. It's going to mean something to win the NBA in-season tournament. The players get paid more money, okay, so that's their incentive because they're not doing anything for free. These are also regular season games. They count regular season. So even though they're pool play for the tournament, these games do count. And I'm telling you, a game November 17th for the Clippers against Houston will seem to mean a little more than just a November 17th game if that can vault them into the next round of the NBA in-season tournament. I now, what pe- happens at the end of this tournament? The, the tournament, you you win what? You, players get money, right? What is it, a million bucks the player gets? 500 grand. 500 grand for each player that if you win it. Right, right? and then right. the losing team gets what, 200,000, I think? I think it's something like that. You Loser get- team gets 200, 200 grand apiece. Yeah. And then what else do what else do you get as a team? What do you what do you get for winning this tournament? A trophy. Do we know that for a fact, by the way? You yes, you get a trophy, Kevin. You don't get, you don't get home field or home court. I mean, you don't no. get anything, incentive, no. extra banner. draft picks. No, you get a trophy. You get a banner to put up in your home arena? If you choose to, you can put up a banner. Why would you choose it? This is such a great thing. This is a great tournament, and this is what the league needs, and everybody wants this. Why would Why would you say if teams choose to? Well, a team Choose to put the banner up. If it's such a a prestigious thing or a great thing, wouldn't every team want to put that banner up that they won the end-season tournament? Well, listen, if you win the NBA championship, no one is forcing you to put up a banner. That's on you. You decide if you want to yeah, put up a banner. but you want to put that up. Okay. It's embarrassing to put up a mid-season. It's like putting up the Summer League trophy. No, it's not, Rodney. Or, or the Summer League banner. Remember when you got all excited when the Lakers won the Summer League? Remember oh, you were yeah. jumping up, ball and down, jumping yeah, up and down. Yeah, that was me. That was Lonzo me. Ball's rookie year. They won the summer league. Freddie, you went crazy. Yeah, that no. Lakers won the summer league. Uh huh. Remember was, that? I, I think you're you're <laughs> not quite remembering accurately. I think a majority of people in the city, because the Lakers were such garbage at that time, were going, "Oh my God, we've won the summer league." I think I was the guy that sat here and said, uh, "I don't think so." All right, yeah, maybe maybe you, you, you didn't. Yeah, you had it flipped a little bit, I think. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but no, yeah, but nobody's putting up the banner, Fred. I I think nobody that, cares. Wait a minute. I think that's really a fair question. Would you hang a banner if you won the NBA in season tournament? And granted, the first yeah. year, sure, you're gonna mock it and scoff at it. Yeah. And poke yeah, fun right. at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every year you're going to No, you're not. It. No, you're it's not. It's going to last three years tops. No, it's not. Yeah, tops. Oh, You're no. gone in three no, years. No, yeah. It's going to become even more something You heard special. it here first. It'll be gone in three years. It will not be gone in three years. 
You know, and, what? and and here's the thing, Fred. So say say the say the Clippers win this in season tournament. Right? Okay, all right, right. Let's go. So you're saying they should be happy about putting up that banner, right? Clippers put up that banner, that midseason tournament banner, right? How's that gonna look when the next day the Lakers play and they got 17 of them going up there for world titles, and the Clippers go up and show up and hey, we're gonna unveil our banner. And they got a they got a little tiny baby banner for the end season tournament. You think they're really gonna put that up? Yeah, is Steve Ballmer gonna go crazy, like when he first bought the Clippers. We want the Larry. We want the end season trophy. Is that what he's gonna say now, Fred? Yeah. Is that what it is? All right, I would bet. You. How is he gonna react to that, Fred? Yeah. I would. Oh, yeah, we're going to combat those Lakers with those 17 banners up there. We're going to put ours up, too. It's a start. Listen, I would bet you dollars to donuts. And I said that because obviously I was born in 1940. I would bet you. Know you know what? I thought it, but I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> Fred. Yes. So I'm just gonna, like, who says that going to let that breeze on by. <laughs> hey. Dollars to donuts. I, I don't even know. What are you, Joe Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sidebar, I actually looked up the other day the opening to Dragnet, and I have no idea why. I was thinking about putting something together. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. Oh, it was great, though. Yeah, I actually looked that up because I was trying to come up with an idea that we could do and have this little open for it. So, all right, that was the aside. I'll bet you right now, if we open the phone lines, we're going to do it next hour for the Dodgers. But if we open the phone lines right now, and I said if you win the NBA in-season tournament, would you trumpet it? Would you put up some sort of keepsake or memento, a banner? Now, we'd also have to qualify that it does have to be a smaller banner. Not a little itty-bitty <laughs> one like you said. A little baby banner. Not, not like like a matchbook cover, but you should. What, are you going to make it big? You make it bigger than the than the world title banner? No. <laughs> we got a big old giant in-season tournament banner, bigger than the Lakers. Rodney, I will bet you any amount of money that people would say, yes, you must celebrate that. And here's in here. Oh, Eddie celebrate Charles. that with a banner. I bet you I go the other way. I don't think I think the other other side. I think the, the most people calling in would say, oh, hell no, you can't put up that banner. You can open the phones now for it if you want. All right. If you want to weigh in on this now, 866-907-2570. Because yes. Eddie's calling from Marina Del Rey. I can see that if anybody wants to weigh in on it, because here's the thing in European soccer. If a team wins one of the in-season tournaments. That's a pretty big deal, Rodney. That's a huge deal. And they do trumpet that. And they do put those trophies in their trophy case. And they do, if you go to their, their stadium, you do get to see them. So That's it's something a big they've deal. done for years. That's part of the fabric. Well, it has of to per- start somewhere. Oh, jeez. All right. No. Fine. No. All right. Eddie in Marina Del Rey. Eddie, come on. You know it's a good idea. Fred, it's a bad idea. Listen, explain something to me. The same game, let's do Houston against the Clippers. See? Oh, Eddie, come on. You, you know what happened? You, you know what happened? Are you telling me since it's a tournament, talking. everybody in the U.S. is going to be excited about this game? I agree with Rodney. Rodney. It's going to be gone in three years, if not two years. Exactly. What meaning does the same game have, the same game with the same players, and you're telling me it means a lot? Where did you get that from? <laughs> right on, Eddie. Goodbye, Eddie. I'm right with you, baby. Absolutely. See, here's here's I'm just saying here's the problem with what Eddie had to say. Here's the here's the problem. Eddie's a get off my lawn kind of guy. No, he's not. He's a realist. No, he's not. And he just yes. How do you he's grow things if you don't grow right. them, Rodney? How do you change things if you don't change them? 
How do you expand them if you don't expand them? How do you do that? Everything's not worth growing, Fred. You don't want to grow weeds. All right. These are not weeds. Look, uh, Jesse and Orange, and, and Jesse, Jesse knows it's a good idea. Right, Jesse? Hey, I'd rather take your dollars than donuts and then put a, a baby flag in a skyscraper. That don't make no sense at all. <laughs> exactly. An old baby flag up there, Fred. <laughs> ain't putting no baby flag up. All right, goodbye, Jesse. So Jesse obviously is open to the idea. No, he's not. No, Je- you know what Jesse said? Why don't you? He ain't putting up no baby flag is what he said. <laughs> because you know what he was saying? It should be a gigantic banner. That was his point. The idea is a really good one. But his point was it should be celebrated as something special. Here. That's not his point. Listen. And I'm going to defend him. Uh, he did not say that. Gary in Rancho Cucamonga feels the same way. He loves this idea. Right, Gary? Oh, Fred. Come on, Fred. No way we put up a flag. <laughs> Unless you're in the Montreal Expo. <laughs> All right. We lost Gary. All right. You know what? Gary couldn't really finish his thought because he was in a bad cell area. Unless you're the Montreal Expos and you won something like that, then by all means, you should salute them. I could finish this thought form right here. I understand how Gary thinks. All right, listen. Our buddy Stephen the Mailman. Now, Rodney, this is a working man. Yes. He's out right now. He is yes. working. Yes. For him to call the man in. man of the people. He's a man of the people. For him to call in while he's working, it tells you how much he embraces this idea. Right, Stephen? <laughs> well, it's pretty, uh... Uh, <laughs> I wish I could side with you on this one. But to be honest with you guys, I hate Constellation Prizes. Thank you. I have a kid, he's 14, and uh, the Constellation Prize thing needs to stop. Another thing I want to say, thank you for the sweet tickets yesterday. Andrew is actually my wife. So we had oh, a blast wow. last night. Oh, that's oh, so bad. great. That is fantastic. Glad you had a great time. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm proud that you. I appreciate you guys. You guys have a great, Yeah. Yeah, man. Freddie's off his rocker right now, thinking about a baby flag putting up in the damn rafters. <laughs> All right, goodbye, Stephen. But I mean, the Clippers, they got to put something up, right? Oh, hey. All right, goodbye, Stephen. All right. Uh, we'll just do a couple more here. Because it is, to me, personally, and I think everybody that listens is a friend, and Rodney, you know that's how we look at Boy, it, right? We're, you know we're at 100%. People say it's the ridiculous thing you've ever said out of your mouth, right? No, what they're saying... What they're saying, because I, I, you know what, I listen just like you do. Yeah. And, and you so know what? I Collective hearing. That's not true. What they're saying is it's a bad idea because we haven't done it yet. But once it's done. That's not what they're saying. <laughs> not even close to what they're saying. Uh, no, that's what I'm hearing. Ryan and Simi Valley, you agree, right? It's it's a great idea. Fred, it's a god-awful idea. I'm with Rodney. <laughs> I, it, doesn't last, it doesn't last three years, let alone even two um, I also, and like the last caller, I want to thank you uh, for the sweet tickets uh, I won uh, last week when we played the A's, and you were very oh, graceful uh, when I met you. So that was awesome. I had a blast. So thank you so much. But, yeah, terrible idea. It's, uh, it's a consolation prize. You know, nobody nobody wants to uh, hang that banner, especially. I mean, unless you're the Clippers, you already, you know, cover up our Hall of Fame jerseys up there every time we play, and we got to uh, every time they play. So, uh, anyways, thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. it. All right, Appreciate on. it. Appreciate it. That's 100% still, Fred. Like, yeah. Your ridiculous idea. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you something. Ask away. Okay, because you as a professional athlete know how difficult it is to win. 
Yes. I mean, it's tough. It is hard to win. We can sit here and talk about the players and talk about the teams and try to analyze it. But you played the game. You know it's not easy to win at any level in any sport. So we got that. We got that. And that's why when you do win, you should celebrate it. Let's use the Clippers as an example. So let's say during the in-season tournament, every single guy is healthy. Every guy is healthy. It's early in the year. Maybe they'll all be healthy. And let's say they play the way everyone expects them to play because they're all healthy and they win the in-season tournament, which to you means nothing. It's bupkis. It's garbage. It's rubbish. It's the worst idea ever. Mm-hmm. But they win mm-hmm. it. Okay. Now, that's a win. They feel good about it. These are regular season games they're playing, so they still count toward the playoffs. So now they go through, and then they become the Clippers. And guys get hurt. This guy misses a game. There's load management. And they don't have a chance to win the title because their guys get hurt. But when they were healthy, they won the in-season tournament. Don't you think that's something to celebrate? Because winning is so difficult. Don't you think that needs to be acknowledged? Perhaps it could be the first banner in the new arena in Inglewood. Hmm. We are me, in-season tournament champs. Let me think about whether that, because that, that, that uh, now that you put it that way, Fred, it just, yeah, it, 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 it only uh, reinforces that it's a terrible idea and a ridiculous one. No, no. So you're saying the Clippers go on a skid after the All-Star break. Yes. And the guys get hurt, load management. They don't make the playoffs or they get bounced early in the playoffs. But their one consolation is they won that end-season tournament. Yes. And they're going to put that little baby flag up there next to the Laker flags. Are you kidding me? Nobody wants that trophy. Nobody. All right. Guys don't even want to play in that tournament. Trust me. They're like, what? What? Really? All right. Really? What is this for? I understand that you're not. I mean, I don't mean this with any disrespect. You want to sit at the kids' table? Come on, Fred. I understand, Rodney, and I mean this with no disrespect. But I mean it confirms something that I think a number of people that listen to the program have realized over the years. You're simply not as evolved as I am. Evolved. <laughs> evolved. As, as a person. I'm more yeah. evolved than you are. Yeah. Is that because you just brought out a 1955 reference? <laughs> Talk about going back and rewatching Joe Friday, Dragnet. <laughs> it makes you evolve. <laughs> one person, one oh, person wait. gets it. One person. And I, with apologies to everybody, there's one person that gets it. Spencer and Duarte. Spencer, you think it's a good idea, don't you? Fred, I've got wonderful news. Yes. You're, ki- you're killing it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So here's, so here's the deal. Here's the deal for Mr. Rodney Pete. He's going to have to circle all the way back. Now, right, let's go. Papa didn't make no mess. You've been okay. calling this for years, Fred. You've been wanting this. You got it. Yes. Okay. So we want to talk about hanging banners. We want to talk about where you're going to put it. Well, for all these Laker nerds that have been calling in, Let's talk about the Taylor Swift banner. Let's talk about all those things that doesn't matter at all. It has nothing to do with the Lakers. Not up. What, what's that about, Rodney? And then 
What about the year that Lonzo Ball was supposed to save the Lakers and they won the G League championship and everyone was hoorah, including you? Yeah, Fred was. That wasn't me. Oh, no, that wasn't me. Fred loved this Summer League championship that they won. Oh, no, that was all you, Rodney. I love you guys. Listen to you every day. You were talking. You were right there with with your big boy uh, Magic going, I'm going to hang his jersey in the Raptors. I don't know who so you've been talking to. Why not? To, the what Charlotte you're Hornets have to hang something up there. You know? It's always magic with a jump shot. Oh, my goodness. That's, a, that's, a, that's the worst take ever. And and absolutely not. Nobody even wants. So you're you're a big participation trophy guy, huh? Is that, that the deal? Give Joey absolutely his trophy not. at the end of the year? Hey, some of those teams that, Fred, like you said, if you're in the middle, someone's got to hang something. There you go. Wow. Spencer, thank you. Thank you for uh, seeing this clearly. Greatly appreciate it. All right. Someone's got to hang something. Uh, Lopez tweets the show. <laughs> what are you, Joe Friday with about 12 laughing emojis? <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, during the break, if you can do this. Uh-huh. I guess we should talk about it during the break, but I'll ask you right now. <laughs> See if we can pull up the opening to drag that with Joe Friday. Oh, yeah. Can we try that? I will look into it for you, Fred. Okay. I think people should get to hear that. Fred Friday. Fred Friday. Right. We should we should probably check into that. All right. Well, thank everybody for participating, and it's good to see everybody is evolved and looking forward to the future of the NBA. Who's playing a little who dis? Who wants some? 866-987-2570. Somebody come in here today and knock these two off. Had enough of them. Come on. Come on and get it. Good luck. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> right? I Classic. work here. I carry a badge. I, and I was actually trying to come up with an idea where we could use that. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> so I listened to it the other day. I'm sure, there are, I'm sure there are many situations that we could find a way to use that. What an original idea, Fred. Nobody's ever used that before. What is that supposed to mean? Very modern, too. I'm sure there's a giant sect of our audience who would know exactly what that reference is, too, by the way. Fred, okay. this is a 50-year-old show you're talking about. You mean to tell me nobody's had the foresight to use this before in the same context that you want to? Let me ask you a question, Ronnie. Have you ever seen anybody use it before? No. Fred, no, you know you what? Haven't. This is so hokey. This is like this has to be one of the hokiest ideas that you've ever had. I haven't even given you the idea. I yet. know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> what I, I know where you're going with Ronnie? this. He's so predictable. predictable. He's predictable with all of his hokey ideas. Can I tell you something? They all have the same event, the the, the same the same outcome. I don't. Even, They're horrible. No, first of all, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking. I just thought it would be funny if we could use that somehow. Ronnie's well, point not. exactly. He, you know, you don't know what you're thinking. That's right. His so point. how can you tell me what it was? What my idea was? It's all bad. I don't. It's not bad. We're using it next. Week. Something tells me we're going to hear his idea anyway. No, no. Yeah. We're going to yeah. use it next week. I'm going to come up with an idea so we can use it. All right. I'll be I'll be on vacation that week, Fred. What? Are you going to be on vacation next I don't week? No. If If so, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way to do it. All right. Let, let's do uh, who dis Ronnie. Garo in Pasadena, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Did I win? 
No, Carl. Ah. You didn't. No, Carl. Uh, Carl. Listen to no. that 50-year-old recording. I should have won already. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll play the intro to Dynasty coming up next, Carl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> or Petticoat Junction, whichever one Fred prefers. I should be an automatic winner. Well, wait, you didn't think that was funny? This is the city, Los Angeles, California. Really? You didn't think that was funny? Honestly, no. I, I wanted to hang up. All right, Garrett, stop it. Okay, All right. okay. All right. We're going to play Who Dis. Yell it out when you know it. You have a challenge. Use your challenge. It's upheld. You retain it. Use your challenge. It's denied. You're locked out of the next question. And I hope you beat Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie, you ready? I'm ready, flashback, Freddy. <laughs> During the break, get the uh, intro to Dynasty. Yeah, we'll do that next. I think not. I think we are. I'm going to find it. I'm going to send it to you. All right, uh, Rodney, you I'll ready? be in the bathroom. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. All right. Petticoat Junction. Let's go. About five minutes later, Fred. <laughs> All right. I've made six all-star teams in my Moving kind of slow. Petticoat Junction. <laughs> That's right. There's Looking Uncle Joe. <laughs> Moving kind of slow. Showing a green acre, too. Yeah. Now he's corrupted you, Rodney. Ay, I, ay, know, ay. I know. All right. I've made six all-star teams in my NBA career. Steve Kerr. No. James Harden. Paul no. George. No. Kawhi Leonard. Why are you so hard on the nose with, with Ryan Fred? Only with one person. Jesus. <laughs> no. All right, Garl, you want to guess? Steve Nash. No. No, no, give me, give me a clue. I was Al Casal. No. I already gave him a clue. I was the rookie of the year and won the dunk contest in 2011. Oh, Vince Blake Griffin. Griffin. Blake Griffin is correct. Rodney, way to go. Hey, thank you, Fred. <laughs> way to go. Garrel, where are you? Wait, you can't hear me? I, I said Blake Griffin before him. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Uh, is your radio on? No, I'm on Bluetooth. All right. Do you want a challenge? Yes. Okay, we have a challenge, Kevin. All right, Uh-oh. give me a second. All right, Garrel is challenging the ruling. Wow, Garo, you feel good about this, huh, Garo? I said it way before you. Well, I hope you did, because I didn't say it. You didn't say it? I didn't say it. Oh, then maybe it was Garo. <laughs> then why didn't you say you didn't say it? Huh? Why didn't you admit you didn't say it? I never said it. Yeah, but why didn't you <laughs> say oh, that? God. Ronnie said it. Did you say it, Ronnie? Yeah, Fred, I did. I'm giving it to Garl. What? Wow. Let's go. Oh, wow. All right, let, all right let's, have the, let's have the challenge. Go ahead, Kevin. All right, so here's a, a, a sequence of answers, and I'll see if we can hear Garo mention Blake Griffin because I don't hear it. Where you at, Garl? That was—I yelled out Blake Griffin. Oh my God! Okay. I mean, no, play it one more time. Of us hear it? Yeah, play it again. All right, it's—it it was Garl. It was not Garl. <laughs> <laughs> really, Fred? Garl. The clue too. 
It was Garo. I thought you had your hearing aid batteries replaced. What happened, exactly. Fred? It was Garo. I'm giving it to Garo. <laughs> Let's oh, go. Easy. All right, girl. Uh, girl retains his challenge. And I realized Fred was the host of Quiz Show over here. <laughs> Jeez, I'm out. How's <laughs> was that for an old movie reference? I'm right? stepping away. Well, at least that's like in the 90s, I think. <laughs> Rodney yeah. and Garo can the handle show, the rest the of this. the show was Jeez. on in the 50s. So. Right, it yeah. was. All right, here's the next one. Let's go. I'm a 10-time NBA All-Star. Dwayne Wade. No. Shaquille O'Neal. No. Falcatel. No. Tony Parker. No. I'm a two-time. Nick Van Axel. No. No. I'm a two-time. No. I'm a two-time NBA champ. Chauncey Billups. No. Uh. No, I, I am considered one of the best three-point shooters in NBA history. Ray Allen. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Whoa, Garo. Where You're is that? chased by a T-Rex? <laughs> What's going on over there, Garo? Garo, you okay? Yep. I, keep, I keep slapping my hands. I'm like, damn, I missed it. Oh, okay. All right. Ronnie, okay. Ronnie, are you back in? No, I'm not. I removed myself from the game today, Fred. You're out? Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Until you learn how to play fair. Well, and I, that gets so personal. I, I wasn't being personal. Yeah, you were. How so? Yeah, you are. Garl didn't even mention Blake Griffin. And Ronnie said it clearly, and you gave it to Garl. Jeez, Fred, just because just I said replace the batteries in your in your uh, fine, hearing aids. Fine, fine. Garl, you lost it. I'll give it to Ronnie. Oh, no, no. You no, can't do that. No. You can't do that, Fred. Poor Garo. Right, Garo. He's slapping himself I in the hand. Next, you, he's going to slap himself in the you, face. Man. What's wrong with you, Fred? I'm playing T-Rex. All right. Are you all right? Garo, you keep it. You keep it. You stuck in oh a time Oh, my God. Okay, okay. I think Fred needs another B12 shot. Kev, oh, those are very good. Yes, they are. Tell you you what, no, that's why we, we need you to get one. Oh, my God. Come tell on, you what. Freddy. I get the elephant size. I, I get so much of that stuff, you can't even imagine. You're talking about your ankles now, Fred? No, Ronnie, my ankles are fine. Well, you said elephant size. I'm just saying. All right, you're out tomorrow, too. <laughs> all right, here's the next question. I made 12 all-star teams in my MLB career. This is the last question. Miguel Cabrera. No. I won two World Series titles and one World Series MVP award. Oh, Yes. Two World Series um, titles. All right, bonus clue. No. Yeah, bonus clue. At one point... Ryan some, Howard. No. At one point, some may have considered me to be pregnant. Oral Hershiser. Oh, Poppy. Not Big Poppy or Oral Hershiser. Why either one of them would be pregnant, I don't know. Manny Ramirez. <laughs> Manny Ramirez is correct. Uh. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. The female growth hormone. Did you, you give go. him the answer? No. Did he give you the answer? No. Why would you say that, uh, Fred? No one's cheating. You're trying to say that I'm cheating? Well, he goes, thanks, Ryan. You guys are cheating me out of my sweet tickets. No, there's no sweet tickets, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> We're not giving away sweet tickets today. Hey, easy, easy. Don't slap yourself in the hand anymore. No, Carl. You're going to be all red. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the game. Uh, Garl, Fred, what is going on with you? Well, we're over now, and we have to get Bob Nightingale on, and John Androsic is going to be here next That's never hour. stopped you before. I know. No, we have to go. All right, Garo, good job. Thanks for listening, man. All right, take care, guys. All right, let me get in my uh, TV theme song oh, file goodness. here. Work on that next. Uh, oh, 
So some people thought the Dodgers, they're, they're rethinking the position they took on the Dodgers before the season began. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, will talk about that and a number of other things. And then later in the hour, John Andrasik, five for fighting. Let's jump on the show.